Welcome, welcome again, folks, for another week. Another week of the uh, 1% Challenge podcast. I am Mag to the DL, and... I am Steve, with a dog tonight. Yeah, dog's name. Was it Dawson? Dawson. Dawson, from the creek. Yep, Dawson Creek. He's uh. He's a good boy. We're training him. We're going to make him a good dog. He's got some issues because he's a stray, but um, we're going to make him good. Just just like we make uh, everything successful here, we're going to follow our plan. we got a system in place. We're working our system. We're working our plan. And at some point, he is going to be a fantastic, wonderful pet that we're going to absolutely love. He's a pretty cool dog right now. I mean, like, he's, you know, he's just... Pretty curious, you know, in a oh. new environment. He's walking around everywhere right now. So, <laughs> so yeah, man. Um, so, yeah, let's just jump right in, man. You know, last week we talked about issuing uh, a new challenge. Um, you said finding a difficult task, something that... An, an easy difficult an task. An easy difficult task, yeah. So, what do I mean that, by that? I mean, something that is theoretically super easy to do, you know, um, like brushing your teeth, brushing your teeth. Okay. Maybe it's as simple as brushing your teeth with your other non-dominant hand. That's Some... actually a good thing I heard. Yes. I heard it works out extre... like the other side of the brain or something yeah. like that. Oh, for sure. 100%. One of the tasks that I, <laughs> I like to think about is cold showers. Cold showers take three, five minutes, but it's super hard to take that cold shower. We know how to take a shower. It's super simple to take a shower. It's just difficult to take a cold shower. That's a fact, man. Like, it's, you know, it's crazy. The two things we just listed off, it's freaking crazy, right? Yep. Difficult, but extremely beneficial. Yes. Like, but easy at the same time. So that's the challenge. Find one thing that is super difficult to do, yet still theoretically easy, and do that task every day this week. Perfect. Now, we always tell you guys at the end of each episode to kind of leave comments, you know, subscribe, um, you know, tell a friend, then tell a friend to tell a friend, so on and so forth. So um, I kind of want to start it off that way. What was the challenge that you guys did um, that, you know, was simple yet difficult? Uh, and then, you know, how did you come out on the other end after doing it? How did you feel? What did you think? Uh, you know, your post results, I guess, so to speak. Um, we got to figure out a way to be able to like communicate with, you know, the people that are listening, Absolutely. Um, you know, other than subscribing, maybe like we can have an official Twitter channel, yeah, something official like that. Instagram, <clears throat> something, something to that nature so that people can interact with, with us. Yeah, for sure. Cause I want to, I want to see what some of these things are. Me, I'm always looking to do something new and if, you know, someone has like, you know, one of these challenges that they do and it's something that I would have never even thought of. I would love to do it just to give it a try and maybe, you know, I have a different experience. Maybe sure. share a perspective that, you know, that individual may have not thought of or seen or, you know, figured out. And, you know, maybe they're trying to overcome that challenge. So sure. that'll be definitely, you know, uh, something that, you know, we have to look into and figure out how to go about it. Uh, but for right now, you know, whatever, uh, I guess, I don't want to say podcast, whatever site you're using to kind of listen to the podcast, because we're streaming on a bun bunch of different platforms. What are, what are a few of those? Uh, we got Spotify, Google. Um, I think it's like Anchor or something like that. Anchor is one of them. Never heard of that one. Well, Anchor is the one that we're publishing everything through. Okay. And then they publish to the rest of them. Gotcha. Um, and then uh, 
Breaker is another one. Breaker, okay. <clears throat> and there's one other one. So um, th there's a few, um, but yeah, like whichever one you're listening to us on, just leave that comment, leave that question. If you guys got questions, leave questions. Um, you know, we definitely want to make sure that, you know, we're getting constant feedback, you know, anything to help you guys, anything to help us, you know, cause we're all about learning and just being, becoming, you know, 1% better, uh, even at this podcast. So, um, did you kind of do anything that was that, you know, something that was simple yet difficult? Well, I haven't done it yet because it's just been the initial challenge. Okay. All right. All right. Um, I was see what was last week's challenge though. It was uh wasn't it the five things? No. Oh no, the the seek uh an outside perspective um... constructive criticism to yourself, then seek constructive criticism from somebody else and see how well you're aligned with your constructive criticism about yourself. Yep. Um so you do that. Now this week is the um is the uh a difficult easy task. Um, trust me guys, you do something difficult that's super easy at the same time. Just, just one of those things where it's just like, I really don't want to do this, but I know it's easy. I can't, if I just hammer it out and get it done, let me tell you your emotional well-being, your mental health from doing that hard, difficult task is going to be a million times better, especially if it's only like a five minute thing, like a cold shower, your mental health will go. I just did the most difficult thing I'm going to do all day. <laughs> the most uh, difficult thing I'm going to do all day. <laughs> the rest of the day? The rest of the day is easy. <laughs> Literally smooth sailing. <laughs> I don't have to go shiver right. anymore. I can go be warm. I can sit at my office desk. I can go work outside. I can do blah, 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 blah. And I'm going to be comfortable. Literally. <clears throat> A-okay. You just did the hardest thing. I usually do martial arts Monday, Wednesday, Friday. That's difficult. Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, I know you know. Being underneath somebody who's heavier than you, better than you, sucks. That's the story of my life. Who's bigger and heavier than you? Okay. <laughs> I'm working on it. <laughs> I just want to paint a picture, guys and gals. Um, I'm all five foot five and a half. I know I mentioned this earlier, okay? Five foot five and a half. You don't deserve Steve, that half. I'm, listen, I deserve every <laughs> half because, listen, I could tap somebody out quick, fast, and in a hurry. Um, especially if you don't know what you're doing, even faster, which I love. I haven't practiced in a while, but I still feel I got it, you know? You do. Um, but, you know, this guy here next to me is six one. All right? No. What are you? Six two and three quarters. Yeah, man, get out of here. He's, he's over six foot. So you can imagine <laughs> that, you know, the guys that I, you know, train with or used to train with, like, they, nobody's smaller than him, all right? So when I say I know what the feeling's like, like, that's every single person that I go against, which is frustrating. But if you got somebody bigger than you, well, haha, now you, uh, how you like it, right? Um, well, the one guy, he's pretty, pretty jacked at my gym. Listen, this guy's name is an oxymoron. <laughs> It's maybe not an oxymoron. Is it ironic? His name's ironic. That's that's what his name is. Okay. This guy, he's as tall as me, if not maybe one or two inches taller. He's got easily 70 more pounds on me, and it's all freaking muscle. <laughs> okay. Uh, his name is Nat. Like the little tiny itty bitty flies. Well, I was thinking like Nat King Cole, you know. 
was Mario's hole, and Mario's hole was he. Okay, well, <laughs> Matt is is not a small guy. Uh, and uh, his, his his name is completely ironic. I love him. He, he's a super awesome guy. I, but he gives me a run for my money purely from his strength and his size. Um, it's just more than I'm used to dealing with in my normal jujitsu. Um, so it's just a unique challenge that I'm I'm overcoming. Uh, but he's a good guy. I, I like Matt a lot. So anyway. We wanted we wanted to discuss a little bit further into the uh, the why is it important to continue into a system? Why is it important to maintain a structure and not to just abandon something because it didn't work one time? Facts. Um, I think the last time we talked, I was in a trade USD JPY, um, and I let my system work. The, the stock tr um, or the, the currency pair uh, hit a pattern. I was like, you know what? This, this has a super high percentage of failing. And then I looked at it uh, right before bed and it broke that pattern. I was like, yeah, this is like guaranteed for me to lose. Set it, set it down, went to bed, woke up. It had sold for my loss like I thought. Okay. Well, I get into another currency pair, the Australian dollar to the United States dollar. Um, and it's hitting the similar pattern. Kid you not. Same exact thing. Pops up over the 200 moving average. Uh, flags, breaks the flag, and it starts moving up right before bed. And I'm like, darn it, I'm going to lose another one. <laughs> Turn off my phone, go to bed, wake up. Look at my phone. Has a soul. Okay. So I'm I'm watching it throughout the day, and I'm like, you know what? This might not this might not sell. Another day goes by, and now we're here today. And I just texted you earlier, and I was like, I might actually be in in profit by the end of the day. I won't have I won't have taken my profit, but I'll, I might be in profit. I went from like a three dollar loss to. Uh, I'm down to like a 75 cent loss. Um, and I really think on Sunday it might open up and just keep going further down. Um, so that's the importance of, of a system. It, even though in the middle of the trade, I'm seeing very similar patterns that could potentially do the same exact thing as the last trade. You don't take it because you don't, you don't close your position just because the last trade failed, even though the same pattern emerged. Um, in the in a similar trade setup, um, in a similar trading uh, execution. So I showed her both of them. They both had a very similar pattern afterwards. I still entered the same exact way with my system, entered my stops the same exact way, and one was a loser. One has a really good shot of being a winner. So... For everyone that's listening and trying to pay attention, we, we I know we're talking trading and I know that a lot of you have no idea what the heck he's talking about. So I'm going to try and get it so that you understand the general gist as to like what's going on here, right? <clears throat> he had a plan, all right? Based off his plan, he assumed that something would happen if it went in one direction versus the other, right? 
So he goes in trusting and believing in his actual plan. As he commits to it, he starts seeing that his plan's not working out the way that he actually wanted to. So as he jumps in, he goes for it, takes a leap. He actually goes for it and trusts himself. The plan didn't work out. That's the first thing. Second thing is, which is huge. All right, this is what I want people to take away from this story. You jumped in, it did not work. You believed in yourself like 110%. It still did not work. The important thing, like the most important thing right now is the fact that you got back in and you tried another way. You tried another round. Excuse me, another round. Not another way. With the way. same system. With the same system. You tried another uh, another go at it. Just because you do something 110% and you give your all into it does not mean it is set out to succeed every time you put in 110%. There are times and there will be a lot of times where you give your all and you will just not come out on top. It is just that simple. Thanks. However, what I want to point out is the greats, as many times as they failed, which they have failed, they were consistent in pushing forward and following through and committing to what they truly believed in, which is what's important here. Because like I said, you jumped in, you had a plan, you stuck with it, you lost. Yes. You jumped in with the same plan, all right? You thought you were going to lose, and lo and behold, it's turning out to be a profit. You're actually winning. I'm, I may very well win on this <clears throat> trade. And uh, it actually got within three or four cents of my stop. It was al it almost stopped out. but Which it means didn't. it almost lost. I almost lost. For those lost. of you guys that don't understand stopped out, it means he almost lost. I almost lost. It was close. It was so close. But it didn't hit it. So that's my system. My system said, stop here. Get out here. It didn't touch there. So I'm still in it. I'm still in it to, to maybe go into the other way and make my profit the, on the other side. Um, there was one other thing I wanted to touch on. And huh? it's, it's the probabilities. If a, a winning system only needs to be at... 41%, 42%, as long as your risk-reward ratio is in alignment. So if um, if my risk-reward on this particular trade is uh, one and a half, right? That means, for, for all those people who aren't into trading, um, if I'm risking $100, I'm winning $150. So it doesn't matter how you risk it. So if my stop is set, I can use $1,000. But my stop set so that I only lose $100. And my profit is at 150 It doesn't matter what it is. But I can also use that same with no matter how I want to slice it. I could use $10,000, $100,000 to still make that $100 prop loss, $150 win. <clears throat> no matter what, as long as I have that with a statistical probability of one and a half for my risk ratio, then I should make money as long as my win percentage is 42% or better. So again, to translate for those of you that don't know stocks, all right, I'm going to put this in as simple, uh, as simple as possible. Okay. He's talking about risk reward, making sure that 
your investment, what you're putting your time, your energy, your effort into is worth it. Right. right. Just because we're telling you to actually, you know, pursue your dreams and all of that stuff doesn't mean. All right. You know, some people have dreams of freaking um, inventing the first bubble boat. OK, cool. Right. I, I just made that. It was the first thing to come to mind. Leave me alone, folks. I, I have no, I can't think of anything off the top of my head. This is like. He wasn't an engineer. I was. Yeah. All right. So bubble boat. All right. We'll, we'll go with uh, uh, a flying. Uh, I don't freaking know. Bubble boat. We'll stick with it. All right. I want you to think about what it is you're trying to come up with. A bubble boat. The reality behind someone making a flying bubble boat, which makes no sense whatsoever. Just because you believe in it. 110%. I want you to think about all the investment and time that you're putting into something. It may not very well be beneficial. So before you just jump in 110% because you believe wholeheartedly that it's going to work, think about like all the ins and outs of it before you just like start to commit to something so that, you know, your your dreams and your and your hopes aren't like pretty much just shattered, right? To kind of go into, you know, sticking to your rules and your patterns and, and, and your, your system, right? I'm going to talk about my trading perspective, okay? I have a system that I've been, over the last three months, consistently profitable. I've taken small losses here and there, but I've been consistently profitable within my trades. As of recently, within like the last, uh, I think like, I think it was a week and a half, almost two weeks. Because I've been so consistent, I've been getting full of myself. All right. Last stock was it was today, right? No, yesterday. It was yesterday. Yesterday. Last stock I played. The stock had everything. It was a low floater, meaning that the stock would be able to move in price very quickly from like a dollar to like $50 if it wanted to, right? That quick in a day. Um it had news, it had a catalyst which would allow it, you know, to it's more of a reason for it to move quickly in price. Um and it had the pattern that I was looking for. In addition to, you know, the amount of eyes that were actually on that play, right? So I got greedy. My system is to take 20 to 25% profit and maybe taking like a 10 cent, 20, at the worst, 25% loss, or excuse me, 25 cent loss. Now that's not, you know, an even risk reward ratio. You always want to make sure that the reward is always double what the risk is. You always get twofold more than what you're getting ready to lose. And that's your system. For, and, yeah. As a reference, for for Forex, I'm using one and a half with 42% win rate as my gold standard in order to be able to be profitable long term. Right. You're saying you need a two uh, risk reward ratio in order for you to be profitable long term. Exactly. Exactly. Now, I want, now keep this in mind, folks. I actually told Steve about this stock too. He actually jumped in. However, we're both playing the same game right now. All right. Both playing the same game, but we got a, a different approach to that game. So mine is to be in and out in a matter of seconds, possibly minutes. All right. With a profit. I was literally in the green and I, and, and I, oh man, I really wish I would have listened to myself because I've been trading long enough to know that when something like this happens, I need to wait for, you know, a specific, I guess, thing to, to happen. I guess a, a specific pattern to happen, right? I was in there. I started chasing the stock because it kept rising past what I thought it would, which meant it was getting ready to explode, go even higher. Or so I, I told myself that. But in the back of my head, seeing and trading long enough, it didn't sit right with me. It didn't feel right because it wasn't what I was used to. 
It was not within my uh, my criteria, my plan that I always am profitable on. So I deviated from my plan. Lo and behold, I'm up $100 one minute. Literally two minutes later, I'm minus $100. All right, now I have a very small trading account, okay? Very small trading account. That is frustrating because I was literally up $100 in a matter of like two minutes. And then, so literally, we'll just use 12 o'clock as an example. 12 o'clock, let's, let's do this. 11.58, I get in the trade, I buy at a certain price. <clears throat> 12 o'clock, I'm up $100. I just made $100 in two minutes, right? 12.01, the stock goes down, I am minus, negative $100. I didn't break even, all right? It didn't go back to where I bought in at. It went below what I actually bought in at. <clears throat> I literally talked myself out of my plan and told myself, try to validate and find reasons as to why this stock would work instead of trusting or even not even just trusting my 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 um i'm drawing a blank here uh uh trusting my plan right but deviating from my plan and convincing myself talking myself out of trusting my plan to make me believe that it would eventually do what i thought it would do right right now I'm so frustrated with myself because I know my pattern and my structure and my criteria actually works. It's proven my 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 portfolio actually, you know, proves it. But the like it's it frustration from that plan. That's what frustrates me so bad because I hold myself to a higher standard and when I like deviate from the plan and I see that loss like that thing frustrates me. Now I want you guys to understand what actually went through my mind afterwards, right? I'm not even kidding. This is exactly what went through my mind. My son's getting ready to be born next month. I was going to use those three months to trade the market. If I can supplement my income and what I make in about two weeks and one trading week or even a trading day on a consistent basis within those three months, I was literally going to quit my job, devote all my time and dedicate my time to the stock market because that would reassure me that I can be successful. I can make it, right? I gave myself right. a time frame, three months. I told myself within three months, on average, I need to be able to make what I do at this one job in order for me to be able to quit my job. Right. My nine to five. Right. Right. And what went through my mind when I've been taking these losses in the last like week and a half, I'm just like, yo, I don't think I can do this. I don't. It beat me up because I'm telling myself that I can't trust my emotions. I can't keep my emotions in check. So I'm not good enough to pursue this. Right. But that's not what we're supposed to think. We're supposed <clears throat> to we're supposed to look at that. We're supposed to analyze that. And we're supposed to say, you know what? I traded this emotionally. Let's get back to the system. Let's regroup. Let's go back at it good. You know what's even crazier? And, and not to interrupt you. It's like, yes, you're right. Let's stick to the plan. Here's my system. It's been working. I can, like, I, I have physical data. Like, I have the proof showing that my strategy actually works. Yes. I just have to just do it. Why did I deviate from my plan? Right. That is so frustrating. That's like, that's like people, you know, wanting uh you know full commitment in a relationship right and then all of a sudden you start talking to a side piece or a side chick or something like that right and then you start not giving your your primary girl all right i'm just gonna say primary girl your, your main right the attention and the love that she deserves and then you guys start arguing and wonder why your relationship isn't working right 
Right. You're not sticking to the plan. The plan was to be committed to, to your wife or your significant other, to devote that time into that person so that you two can grow as a couple, right? Not only as individuals to be a better man for your lady, but as a couple, in case you had a family or something like that, to be a better you know, representation of what a man is supposed to be to your son or your daughter or even to your wife or your girlfriend. Exactly. So taking that step back, like especially like a lot of you, like what we're doing in life right now, there ain't nothing brand new about it. Right. All right. There's nothing brand new about being a husband. No, like we're not the first to be, you know, a man who's in a relationship, who's married, who's supposed to either be the leader of a household and show and, and, and you know, treat his one with respect. It's, there is no like th th there's already a blueprint to it is what I'm saying. Right. So right. whatever it is that you want to pursue or what you're trying to get better at, there's something out there that's already an example. Right. Use it. And then create your plan from it to kind of, I guess, mold to your personality, your being, like how you think and how you operate. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like this strategy that I have here, like it's nothing I made up. It's something that I'm literally, that other traders are literally doing. However. Same thing with my Forex. I'm just doing it. It's like somebody me. else's strategy. I've modified, I've tweaked it like this much. You can't see, but I'm like pinching my fingers together, guys. It is somebody else's plan. I'm using some of the technical stuff that I've noticed for a while uh, to kind of increase that. But it is a certain time. It, there's a certain point where you have information overload too, analysis paralysis, as some would call it. Um, like with my trade, I saw the pattern that happened twice. One of them it failed. One of them, it might be good, but it's because I'm following my new system. I can't really look at those other patterns that I normally recognize because they are not valid in the system. The system is in place to ignore and eliminate everything else that you know in order to follow and be successful. Almost like being a machine, right? A computer. 100% be it a machine. It can only do, that's, that's that engineering in you. <laughs> it can only do what you tell it to do. Right. All right. The mind is such a powerful thing. I'll give you another example, right? I'll show you how strong the mind is, right? Women, for example, right? Women carry babies, right? You can give birth. You can have and grow another human being inside you, right? There are some women that I know that before they were pregnant had certain habits. There are some women that I know, my sister, for example, all right? Before she was pregnant, she smoked cigarettes. Sure. All right. Soon as she found out she was pregnant. As Quit. addicting as nicotine is, she told herself, yo, I got a son. My nephew, or, you know, this is my nephew. He's getting ready to be born. She's, she cut freaking smoking cold turkey because it was a decision and a choice that she made. She knew the reasons why she had to stop it. She made the decision to go through with it. But she had an idea. She had a plan. And the mind, like, she, she convinced herself, like, all right, you know what? I got to do this because this is right. And it's for the better, the betterment of, uh, you know, my child. Like that's how strong the freaking mind is. The, the mind is so powerful. So when it comes to anything that you want to apply yourself to in life, right? For us trading, we want to become better at it. Right. We know we got to cut emotions out of it, man. 100%. Emotions is what causes 90, over 90% of people who get into the stock market to fail. Because your emotions will start to tell you lies and convince you of something that you have no control over otherwise. 
Correct. The stock will not do what you think it's going to do just because you want it to do it. The stock is a living, breathing thing. It's all human emotion. So when you take that out of it and you kind of take an outside perspective on it and you look at it, all right, it's not doing what I thought it was doing. Let me not convince myself. You then start to profit. You profit and you then stop losing as much money because you got money in the sideline. You didn't put your money into something that if you take a step back and take your emotion out of it, would have been a loser. Absolutely. Otherwise. You know, if if you if I was looking at that from a, those two trades from emotional perspectives, that first trade, I would have said, you know what, I'm selling my current position going into a different position on that same thing. And you know what would have happened that time? It would have been like this other stock over here where it's actually going to go back down to where I originally thought the profit was going to be. So you need to just... You need to have a system in place and just follow it. Whether or not your information your information that you know, I'm sure there's going to be people who are listening to this that are smarter than me. I'm sure there is. I'm a smart... I know everybody's smarter than me, shoot. All I got is high school education. I'm a, I'm a smartish kind of guy. But I know there are people smarter than me on here. And the number one issue that smart people have is they're able to process a lot of data. So... I was looking at that trade, processing extra data from the trade, not thinking about just my system and looking at the additional inputs and saying, okay, this is how it could play out. Instead of just saying, you know what? My system's in place. I'm going to leave it. What happens, happens. That's going to, if anybody else is a smart person, well, I'm sure a lot of you are. The smarter you are, the harder what we're saying is going to be for you. I guarantee it. Because you're going to look at the data and you're going to you're going to just emotionally say, I know this extra piece of information. I'm applying it here. I need to change the system right now. I need to change what I'm doing right now. So I want to I want to kind of like cuz I, I fear that uh, a lot of people like man he get he guys you can't see it you can only hear us here he gave me the three minute time limit here all right <laughs> it's it's almost a two minute warning um but I wanna I wanna put things in perspective for because I we talk about stocks a lot man like I want to be able to relate it to the person the average Joe right because that's who we're trying to accomplish right all right. right trying to reach out to the average Joe all right what we're pretty much saying is folks like when it comes to you know committing to something all right first like you said. Have that goal in mind, something that we've been stressing about talking about, um, you know, taking a good look at yourself, your situation and being real with yourself. In addition to, um, you know, getting that outside perspective. All right. After that, like having a plan in place and doing your research first. OK, I, I I'm pretty sure that whatever it is you're looking to get into, you're not the first person to have done it. All right. See who's done what you're looking to do or what you're looking to accomplish. Use that as your blueprint and then apply it to your lifestyle, your settings, right? What works for certain people here and where we're from, Rochester, New York, may not necessarily work for the people in suburbia in California, right? It's a different right. lifestyle. Completely different. Completely different lifestyle. But what's working in California uh, or what you're wanting to do is working in California. So you have that as your blueprint. Right. Just adjust it. Make that small tweak that you were talking about. You know, what you right. did with your trading. Make that small adjustment and apply it to what you're looking to accomplish where you are right now. Now, that applies for 
you know, whether you're looking to get a new job, you're looking to better your career, you're looking to better your relationship, but find that one thing that's already done, that's very successful that you want to, you know, mimic and then adjust it and stick to it. Like persevere. It's not easy. Our body and the mind is designed to go to comfort zone. All right. It is designed to do what is comfortable for you. Get out of your comfort zone, man. Like freaking do it. All right. Literally, you see a lot of motivational videos out there. The Nike has it down packed. Just do it. The logo, the slogan. Just do it. Just do it. And like, it doesn't get any realer than that. Like, it really does not. It does not get any simpler. Uh, Is that a word, simpler? Yeah. Any simpler than actually just committing, just actually doing it. We were talking about it earlier, all right? You're going to jump into it, and you are going to just do it, and you may very well fail. If and when you do fail, take that step back, analyze what went wrong. If you can't do it yourself, have that accountability partner. And, and, and with that, I just want to point out that what you did wrong is also included. What is also included in that is not following your system. A lot of times when I have a bad trade, it's because I didn't follow my system in the first place. So sometimes you have bad data because you've done a bad job following your own system. So you don't even actually know how good your system is because you haven't even followed it half the time. And the reason why people aren't following it half the time is because they don't write it down. Write yes. it down. Put it on paper so that you can record your 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 essentially your data, right? You want to become a better man to your woman? All right? Literally write down what you're going to do to become that better man to your woman. Guys, he gave me he gave me the time like what time time is up, all right? Moral of this uh, of this podcast here, all right, is like at least find once you once you set out uh, for a goal and you take that leap, all right, have that data, like record your outcome, record your emotions, how you felt, why you felt the way that you felt, how you felt when you were in it, how you felt when you you know it, it was afterwards or whatever the case may be, but have that data. I, listen, I'm going to keep talking. We got a few more minutes. Some Listen, you guys can suck it up for like another five minutes. 35-minute podcast, all right? But I want to talk about something, and this is my personal life, okay? I'm in a, I'm not in a relationship, but I, I told myself, and I was having this conversation with a coworker. <clears throat> I was like, and it's the best way that I can describe it. No one has ever decided to learn how to play super, uh, uh, football until they got to the Super Bowl. Right. No football player, no NFL player, right? Not you had to start. From at a very young age, go through wins, go through losses, make sacrifices, injuries, so on and so forth, and be continuous in all that, you know, blood, sweat, and tears to be able to make it to the Super Bowl. Right. All right. Same thing applies with any other sport. Same thing applies with any other concept, folks. Like, you, as a, me as a man, I don't learn how to become a better boyfriend or... Me, in this case, I, I I want a family. I want to be a married man. I want to have a family. Wife, dog, kids, so on and so forth, right? I don't wait until after I'm married to become a better husband, right? right. I practice how I play. So if I want to be a better husband, I literally start doing husband-like things. If I want to be a better boyfriend, I start doing, you know, better-like boyfriend things. Now, this is what I wanted to share, okay? Because I feel it's a huge success and I have to acknowledge this, all right? <clears throat> Remember how, uh, uh, I think it was like two weeks ago, 
we talked about, I talked about my relationship with my son's mom, how we're not together. Correct. And she has a difficult time with expressing herself and just, Correct. just communicating, just talking. Yes. Right. I went over, we had a conversation and, you know, we reflected on what happened over the past nine months since we weren't together. And I'm like, yo, if you really love somebody, like no matter what, through thick and thin, you would show love in some way, shape or form. Right? right, you can't just wait until you feel good to show love. That's not how it works. Right, you have to be continuous in your actions to prove that you show that you love that person. Right. Yep. So we had a conversation. After that conversation, I'm not even kidding, man. Like this, it, it impressed me. Okay, I'm not gonna, you know, jump through hoops and you know head over heels for this girl and stuff like that. But I told her like over the last months, if she really loved me and you know like she was really committed and stuff, like she would at least in those last nine months send me one text message and say, Hey, how are you doing? Right. How's your day been? Right. We don't have to be an item, but like you can't say that you love me and then not not show me that you love me, right? right? So I told her that, and I'm not even kidding, man. Like this is like she's very stubborn, just as I am. We're both stubborn individuals, and we bump heads a lot. We're working on it, right? <clears throat> but this is shocking because she this is not her, at least to her that I know. Yeah. Right. She became one percent better, and she literally texted me. She goes, "Hey." I took in everything that you said the other day. You know, you were right in a lot of things. So I just want to show you my effort here. I hope you have an awesome day today. And I hope we can talk a little bit more. She sent me that text message first thing in the morning. Bro, I don't like... That is awesome. Listen, you guys have no idea who she is. And when I tell you, like, I know her... I don't don't want to say, like, I know her like the back of my hand. I don't. We're still getting to know each other. I know her good enough to know that when she's wrong, she'll never admit it. Right. So for her to admit, you know, that she kind of failed in this aspect and then immediately take action and just do it and just follow through. She just did it. Yep. That right there, man. I was like, holy crap, man, this this is scaring me. Like this is like who I just wanted her to be the whole time. Like, I feel like we would be good should, you know, had she had just done simple things like this. I don't ask for much. I cook. I clean. I make money. I'm about I'm about what. Every female wants in a man, right? right? A man who can provide, right? Every female is, female, and this is my opinion, folks. Again, I'm not trying to be full of myself or nothing like that, but every female on this God-given earth wants that significant other who can provide and take care of, you know, take care of it, all right? It's different for everybody with the lifestyle that they want, but that's what they want. They seek that comfort because as a child, a little girl, you know, they're the princess. Daddy's my, he's my hero, and... He right. does this and he treats me like a princess. So you grow up with that mindset. You know that. Yes. Same thing like it is with a guy. Hey, stop crying. Stop doing this. Stop being a little punk. All right. You got to be a man. You got to suck it up a little bit. Yep. Right. So not to go too far off, but just to kind of like, you know, focus and get back on track. Like it was huge what she did. Yep. And she's been consistent ever since then. Like we've been texting, running conversations, dude. Yeah. Like. To That's me, that one percent, like, dude, that is freaking awesome, man. So I just, I just wanted to share that with you guys to kind of keep you guys up to date on my situation and what's going on. Um, I'm not jumping the gun, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I, I've been around the block a few times. Like, I know, I, I, I know game, but uh, I don't want to like say that she's, you know, running game or anything like that. You know, she's still pregnant, which is part of this game that, you know, <laughs> I still gotta make sure that I play correctly, but. 
Um, nonetheless, man, I acknowledge that it's a it's a huge accomplishment, man, and I'm like I'm like super proud of her, man. Like I'm su- no more importantly, man, I'm super proud of myself because I know I'm an emotional person. I talk a lot. I talk about my feelings. Um, and normally, had I not had my feelings in check, I'd have just ignored it. Like, come on, man, she got to do more than this, right? Took a step back, got out of my element, and I was like, yo, this is huge for her. I'm gonna celebrate her accomplishment. She doesn't know that, but I'm gonna celebrate her accomplishment. And, you know, we're gonna, I'm going to take her out to eat and just let her know, like, that's huge. I recognize it's huge, so I appreciate it. Absolutely. All right. We so got to go. We're what, 10 minutes what, over Wait, here. what do we got to talk about? What do we got to tell them what, what the challenge is or something like that? The you know what? The, the <laughs> challenge is the, the, the simple but hard thing. Okay. Simple but hard thing. All right. Find something simple that's extremely, extremely hard for you to do. All right. Like he mentioned earlier. Cold shower. Cold shower. Five a lot minutes. of people can't do that. Five minutes. Man, 30 seconds. Just ju- You ever jump into a cold lake? Mm-hmm. Freaking brutal. But once you get into it, it's all good. You're fine. It's all good. Leave us comments. Leave us reviews. Ask us questions. Let us know what you want to let. You know, pick a topic. Have us talk about something that, you know, it's not stock related so that maybe we can apply, you know, uh, what we feel would be right in your situation to help guide you along in your journey. All right. Uh, also, subscribe, share. Um, relay the message. We're just trying to get better at what we do. We feel that um, we're truly passionate about what we do within the stock markets and just life in general. And we just feel we're doing our part, like I said, with salt in the earth. That's the best way that I can describe it. Absolutely. Even if a million people hear this and two people's lives get changed, dude, that's that's a a huge huge win, man. Like, I'll take it. Like, I will take that any day. Um, So please, please, please subscribe. Please share. Um, and, uh, you know, like I said, more importantly, just leave that feedback. Uh, we're, we're dying for a little bit more feedback. Like we got a few, I want to get flooded with this stuff to where we're overwhelmed with the feedback. I will stay up midnight, one o'clock two, three o'clock in the morning to make you sure. Go ahead. Now I'll do it. No, I'm serious. <laughs> I'll do it because I'm all about being just better at anything that I apply myself to. And that includes, you know, since we started this podcast, getting better at this podcast. Absolutely. All right. I, I 100% want to agree with you. <laughs> All right, well, let's, folks. let's wrap it up tonight. We're done. All right. Pew, 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 pew. All right. That's all we got. Later.